different perspectives. The way karma slaps you in the behind. But a shared experience. And truth be told, it's probably between you and your daddy. Black Girl Roundtable. <laughs> what is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Black Girl Roundtable. I'm Dana. I'm Jelena. And I'm Asha. Ooh, how are you guys doing this week? Oh, it's been a week and it's only Tuesday. <laughs> it's been a two weeks. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but I work for a music festival. Pew, pew. And that music festival is now over for the year. We thank God. Hallelujah. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, you know, it, it was a lot you know uh already planning for next year literally already planning for next year so i'm just i was i feel like i you all know i was working very very hard the last month she Um, was and um so glad that it's over i will put that out there we're proud of you since thank you so now i'm kind of like winding down again so yeah, it feels back to have. It feels good to have to breathe again. I'll mm-hmm. do that. Are you? Mm, yeah, you did what needed to be done. I've I made my mark. Boop. All right. Well, now we will go ahead and jump into our first segment. What's trending? Since we've been gone for a little bit, um, let's go ahead and start off by chatting about the Emmys, which just took place um, at the time of recording. It took place yesterday on September the twelfth. Black girls coming through, doing their thing, tearing it up as per usual. Um, Only difference is this time we're getting acknowledgement for it. So some of the standout winners were Shirley Ralph for her outstanding performance um, in Abbott Elementary. She won the award for Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. Zendaya took home her second Emmy for Best Lead Actress in a Dramatic Series. Shout out to Zendaya. She's the first Black woman ever to win that award um, two consecutive years in a row. Um, Quinta Brunson won for Outstanding Writing in a Comedy Series. Shout out to Quinta and all the internet girlies. Big moment for us, for them. Um, And last but certainly not least, Lizzo took home Emmy for uh, Outstanding Reality Show Program for Watch Out for the Big Girls. So a lot of magic in the Emmys. What did you guys think? What were your thoughts? How do you feel? I just want to be Cheryl Lee Ralph when I grow up. Like, I I want to be in my sixties and look that fabulous and just honestly, be every like she is everything. Yes, but it made me sad though to realize that she was only the second black woman to ever get there in this twenty twenty two. But nevertheless, well deserved. So I'm happy happy for her she deserves all the good things in life the black community's favorite auntie yes i said come on d mitchell you better do that honestly the original dream girl listen (laughs) and i'm like for it to take this long mind you cheryl lee ralph has been on tv since before i can remember freaking 70s she's been in i know my life in terms of just cinematically Again, since I can remember, you think of Dream Girls, like the original Dream mm-hmm. Girls. You think of Moesha 
Sister Act 2. Yep. Just these these different things that she's been in. Um, and she is just like we say, like the the auntie of the aunties, just in terms of just one very like a regal, a regalness about her, a softness about her that I've always loved. I didn't see a lot of like brown skin, dark skin women like that in TV a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Cheryl Lee Ralph was definitely like one of the first like black women that I felt like I could connect with on television. Her and like there are so many others. Again, if you know me, you know living single is kind of what I base my whole personality oh. on. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just seeing like. And the fact that she is the only the second woman to win like in this category in terms of supporting like supporting actress in a comedy, I'm thinking about all them shows that I watched. I'm like, bruh, how is this even possible? Like, again, I wanted to remind you guys like mm-hmm. single, um, the game, girlfriends. How did nobody on girlfriends no. win an Emmy? That's what Listen. I'm saying. Listen, like how how. Anyways, so I say that all to say I'm just very proud of her. Quinta, I feel like Quinta is like I was screaming at the television because I felt like my cousin Oh yes. my god. Just won like my homegirl from college just won because the way that we have been saying a large for about ten years now. She just an icon watching Quinta come up is like truly just a sight to behold if you're a reader and you have not read her book definitely make sure you get your hands on it I'm about halfway through it right now and it is phenomenal but it really just kind of like cataloged her journey and like to listen to like read about read about her kind of like walking through it and like also have been like yep I remember this I remember this I remember this to like now see her have this peak moment it's just so fantastic. I'm so happy for Quinta. Auntie Cheryl, like just number one, the gown, the hair. The hair. Like, shout out the to Brandon hair. Blackwood. That's a moment for you too, boo, because Brandon Blackwood did the head to toe look and it was fabulous. Um, but just like, like you said, Asha, like she is, we talk about the difference between famous and black famous and Shirley Ralph is the peak of black famous. So to have her be recognized on a, on a larger platform is just, so rewarding it really feels like like my auntie one mm-hmm. and, and it, it's definitely like overdue and i don't like yes. i try not to be the person like oh just because they're white they didn't deserve it because a black person was on there but there have been many times and i'm gonna just keep it a buck where i'm like i'd be confused on that end because like unless you're uh um i always forget always forget uh, uh julian louis dreyfus like you know that's my that's the funniest bitch like i love her like unless you her i probably am not gonna laugh like that with you her tina fey like you know amy poehler them girls okay cool yes because they are actually funny but a lot of times like y'all are just not funny and you but the unfortunate thing is with these with these accolades y'all control the narrative Mm -hmm. of what you deem funny and entertaining and the needle is shifting slowly but surely but it is slowly um and so there's so many people that should have gotten their due um including Shirley Ralph 
you know, including these these black entertainers who were what we call black famous, right? Who we have given them their flowers because we appreciate the art that they've done, but it does not translate into like that worldwide uh, critically acclaimed success. Um, Which is crazy. But um, I'm just again, I cannot tell y'all. I want you to understand that Lizzo is getting her egot. Listen. She's getting an EGOT. I, I I want you to understand that she's on her way. She's halfway, I am waiting patiently. She's halfway to getting her EGOT. And I know what you're like, well, what you going to do in theater? Doesn't matter. She's going to get it. She she's could gonna get it. easily write a score. Listen. She could write a score. Jennifer Hudson has an EGOT because she was a producer. Okay? For sure. She's got one. Beyonce is writing. I'm waiting for her to come around that corner. Okay, honey? Okay, so. We've got the Emmy. We've got the Grammy. We've got the Oscar. Where's the Tony? right so don't don't sleep on my girl lizzo and let me just tell you something i ain't praying on nobody's downfall well that's a lie some of y'all need to be <laughs> i was like oh i wish i could say the same <laughs> i'm just saying it's so crazy how people be speaking negatively over her life mm. and then the way karma slaps you in the behind listen i'm just simply warning you her ancestors may not be the ones you want to fuck with no more. That's all I'm saying. You might want to keep Lizzo's name out your mouth negatively, but I feel like her ancestors and God don't play about her. So, yeah. She is just such a shining example of yes. like what it means to be a positive person. And sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like people spit that positivity shit in like a really disingenuous way but like Mm -hmm. for her I think it's not about always being happy-go-lucky and cheerful but it's really just about doing you and so I'm really trying to adopt some more of that in my life I got I got a ways to go I always tell y'all I'm not I'm not there yet I don't know if I'll ever be where (laughs) she is but I'm I'm gonna try to sprinkle a little bit more of that into my everyday for sure yeah and then again and who who else I think somebody else I was like yes I wanted Albert Elementary to win for best show, but like again, the, Ted Lasso is a great show. If you've ever never watched Ted Lasso, it is very heartwarming. Yeah. It is a wonderful show. I definitely do think, even in its second season, that it definitely deserves its accolades. But I just feel like Abbott Elementary culturally was like a shift. I agree. In terms of the mockumentary, yeah. the way that it carried that legacy of mockumentary on, I just. I just feel like it 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 deserved that Oscar. I mean that Emmy, but it's okay because more years to come. It's coming around the corner, and mm-hmm. and I was rewatching it today, and I really feel like Abbott has the potential to be one of those shows where like everybody on the cast will be able to take home an Emmy, mm-hmm. um, even the non-black um, you know actors and actresses. Because I was watching like another person who's just like never quite hit her peak of fame, but is truly a good actress. The woman who plays the um oh my the, gosh yes from the parent in the parent trap. trap yeah and she plays mm-hmm. the 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 teacher from South Philly like mm-hmm. she's just another person who's always been around and I thoroughly enjoy her performance and everything she's been in yes um, so I'm really excited for her to kind of get some of her flowers um, Tyler James Williams we talked about this last time but you know he's just great so and he got daddy ish my God mm. mm-hmm. Jesus. Christ. Hey Tyler, how you doing, boo? Hey Tyler, you know. <laughs> Everybody don't hate Chris, so that's <laughs> uh, <laughs> <fair>. <laughs> Yeah. 
I'm naming the episode that. <laughs> hey, I love it. Um. Hmm. Any other last little um, shout out to Legendary? I think they won an Emmy for costuming. Um, well deserved. Yeah. Well yeah. deserved. Them fits next level. Um, and excited for them to continue to to get more nominations and more shows. I'm gonna need that announcement for season four ASAP. I need us to get to Legendary All Stars. We have to get there. Oh, that would be everything. That would I need. Be. I need it. I need yeah. it. Actually, now that you say that, I'm like, well, now you know how like someone eats something, and you're like, well, now I need to eat that. Now I need that. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, I think they need to do one more regular season, and then season five All, All Stars. Stars, and I'm and I'm ready. Okay. Um, I will just say, uh, Jimmy Kimmel. The reason why you've never won an Emmy is because you're not funny. I did not like how you At laid there. All. I didn't like you laid there on the stage while Quinta was in her moment. You should have. That's the. That's your fucking problem. You don't know how to end the joke, and then it just simply becomes unfunny and lagged and fucking weird. She should have stepped on your fucking neck with her heel. Listen. Until you until you choked. The only person on late night who is funny is Jimmy Fallon, and only sometimes. And only um, sometimes. Only occasionally, like once every couple of months. Um, again, that's another that's another topic we need to do. Like those of y'all who are actually funny, because like Asha said, it's a short list: Julie Marie Dreyfus, um, Melissa McCarthy. Love Melissa McCarthy. Hilarious. If you have never seen the movie Spy. People slept on that movie so hard. That is her funniest project ever. That movie, I be in here dying every time. She's joking. Um, she's it. that you really need to be like put away your phone and just be ready to laugh. Like I be having to pause the film because it's parts in there where I be in there crying. Should I, should I partake in a gummy bear or will that will that hurt me? Um. Hmm. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I could see how it could enhance the experience. Or, but sometimes if you laugh too much and you're like, now my stomach hurts. So I don't know. Um. Okay. So I'll say two things. If you do do a gummy bear, make sure it's not like a gummy bear and I'm already tired, like a gummy bear and I'm up. Like a Saturday oh. afternoon and I don't have anywhere to go. Okay. Um. And you're going to get that type of belly laugh in there anyway. Okay. And so if you would like to just like take it to the next level, do it. I would. But I also know some people like don't like painful laughter. I actually really enjoy that. Me too. Um, so if you do, then yes. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I had to collect my thoughts. Because um, <laughs> I was like, that's the, I was like, that's a good idea, but like you know, maybe like, not for everybody. I like to have like the best. Ex- I because I had a gummy bear and then watch a uh, which Marvel movie did I watch? Was it Shang Chi in theaters? When that freaking oh, dragon that's came, a lot of stimulation. I was like, no, that was me with the doc- the newest Doctor Strange movie. See, that's your fault. I don't even know why you okay. did that. No, it was the second. No, I went to the movies and seen it the first time. And I was like, all right. And I was like, let's just see. We put whatever on in the house because it was on Disney Plus at this point. Right, right. And I was like, it's too much. It's not even scary. Why is the room moving now? Like, forget the TV. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. I did oh, that no. was sorry to bother you because somebody told me to watch it. That movie fucked my yeah. head up sober. 
I was like, yo, I had to cut the tea. I still haven't finished it. I, I, to, I haven't either. As soon as the horses came, I said, uh-uh, nope. I, it was so- I have, I have been, like, taking a minute to, to watch it. Um, be- it's a lot, Asha. It's- watch it, huh? No, no, watch it sober for just watch it sober because I had to talk to somebody after the fact because I thought it was the gummy. I literally threw the gummies in the trash because I thought it was them and I was seeing things. And so I literally like had to like drink some water, get in the shower. I was like, I am in here going nuts. The movie <laughs> itself is just like, what is happening? And every there, there is no point in the movie where you're like, okay. This makes sense. All right. Do you this remember works. that day when JP ate that whole cupcake and we was like, you're losing it? Yeah. and she, That's how I felt. And she was like <laughs> getting upset with herself because she was just so out of it. Yeah. College, man. Say no to drugs, y'all. Watch that episode of Avid Elementary. Yes. Bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> we on a boat. <laughs> Every time I watch that video, that, that part is jokes just him doing his own bleeps kills me yeah bleep, bleep, bleep. i really hope he's in the... season two somehow please bring him yeah, back i also want to figure out how they're gonna like i i had my fears about how it's gonna like go i feel like he's actually gonna become very very successful i hope either that or i want him to come back as like the music teacher right so he can, like, like a see. or something <laughs> That's when he bring the little girl on stage and he like, imagine the shorty right here just dying. Yo, I was like, that is the funniest thing I've ever seen. My favorite part is on the season finale where he was like, when I move, you move just like that. You're down one backup singer. You know what? But you got a system and it works. Right. I'm not bad at it. Just like that. You're missing a bass. I'm not mad at it. At least come you on, knew. Come on, musical ear. I'm not yeah. even going to say that. But honestly, I'm like, that would have been me as a teacher. Talk about some harmonized. Ta-da! Where's the bear? Where's Kenny? Right. So where'd he go? Sir. <laughs> Get out. That was actually very, very clever. I really, really like that. It was. I can't. Uh, all right. Well, shout out to all of the Emmy winner- winners. Shout out to all the Black folks doing great things. Um, shout out to Black Lady Sketch Show. I think they also won an Emmy as well. Oh, yay. Cannot remember for what, but that show is also hilarious. So shout out to all the folks um, on that show. And Quinta, who was also on the first season of that show. Yeah. She sure was. Uh, she was. Bad. Yeah, that show was great. Um, moving on, still in the, the realm of entertainment. I think that's where our What's Trending is going to hang out for most of today. Um, let's talk about the beautiful teaser that we got for the live action version of the little mermaid Ugh. if you haven't seen it click off go watch it right now come back it's on hallie bailey's instagram it was like literally like maybe two minutes first of all her voice is just everything that i knew it was gonna be and more i'm gonna be in that movie the only thing that's gonna grind my fucking gears is hearing having to hear aquafina i hope they dub her voice in some way I just, I just want to put that negativity out into the air just right now before I really start to just like overpower the love I have for yeah for Halle ba- Bailey. But like, that's the only thing I'm like, fucking Aquafina. Don't bring her to none of the promo. Please don't. You know, don't ruin this. Yeah, she's got. And the V digs a Sebastian. I need to see that in practice. But uh, Listen, I'm I'm not I'm not 
you're not wrong, but you're not right yet. And so I, I will reserve to, judgment. I need to be a rehearsal for that one. But uh Yeah. But yeah, no, that her freaking voice was so just just very Disney princess. Just very very just angelic, very beautiful, strong, but light and airy, just like I'm just so excited. I'm just. She looked so great. Uh, it was just so beautiful. the The CGI actually looks pretty solid from the clip that we got to see. So I'm very excited for that. And we will not linger here too long. But all this criticism y'all got about the hair. I saw somebody said it didn't look like she was underwater. How she got a tail? Do you want it to be blurry? I'm so confused. Like, it doesn't look like she's under the water. Okay. First of all, when you look, when you when you are under the water, under the water, it looks you know, like this. Like you're under, like you you want to show show. You want the waves to be <laughs> stuff like that. They try to make us that, sick in the theater, that, y'all. That's what you want to see for two hours. Okay. It was <laughs> it was just it was a lot. So y'all can save all of that criticism, but also again. I'm not going to give her too much credit, but I will give her a polite, a polite little for Jodie Benson, the original voice actress of Ariel. Mm. I just really do love how supportive and like encouraging she has been to Hallie throughout this whole yeah. process. And I really feel like that means a lot. To just some seeing some of her commentary about her voice and how beautiful she looks, like I think that camaraderie is really lovely to see. So shout out to Jodie. And uh, I just need to, again, I need everyone to understand. And this is coming from somebody who, until Princess Tiana came out, well, actually, it's not true. Because Mulan's my favorite Disney princess. It's just Mulan. She was really the only one who was doing it for me. So. Is she not even for real, for real a princess? So, come on So, I will say this. Ariel... The, the Little Mermaid is one of my favorite Disney movies. Okay. I am so excited. As like a black girl, as a, as a person who is in musical theater, who appreciates great singing, great storytelling, great fairy tales, um, I'm, I'm loving this. The fact that you all... W- you didn't you didn't mind if the girl could sing or not you just want her to be white with red hair i want to remind you i want to remind you that nobody's natural hair is fire engine red nobody has that kind of hair that's fire engine red so all well what are the gingers supposed to look up to look up to fucking under i don't care or you can also just watch the original no one's getting rid of the original animated movie no one's getting rid of that and I know you guys are like, oh, and guess what? You can also you can also watch Once Upon a Time to see them have an REO. There is a show that they literally did all the live action Disney princesses into a television show. So if you want to watch Ariel, not only do you have the chance to go see the original movie and television show the animated television show the little mermaid the television show but you can also watch a white bitch with red hair in once upon a time i say that all to say that like 
Halle Bailey's voice is just so gorgeous and pretty and clear. I'm so excited to hear her sing the songs. And again, you're saying that, well, this is set in Dutch. There was a fucking Jamaican crab. What are talking about? It's very clearly in the Caribbean. Like, very vividly. But again, again, you're talking about a talking crab who was Caribbean. And you're like, oh, well, it was set in Dutch times. Was the crab, the Caribbean crab, set in Dutch times? You sound stupid. Y'all just use anything. Any fucking thing. Any excuse. And so what? Now we've got two of how many Disney princesses? All right. Well, moving on um, to some not so great news. Um, Unfortunately... Philadelphia musician PMB Rock um, has unfortunately passed away um, at the time of recording. Um, I think this was announced yesterday um, that he was um, shot and killed during an armed robbery that took place um, at an LA location of Roscoe's. Um, and, you know, a lot of people are reeling from the news. Um, this is, again, somebody that's just very specific to like the Black community, to the Black community in the Northeast. Um, who, and you know, black people who enjoy hip hop. And so definitely first and foremost, sending our deepest condolences to, um, his family, his children, his partner, um, and just everyone who, who loved and and cared for, for him. Um, any kind of just initial thoughts on PMB Rock's passing, Jelena, Asha? I just, I honestly, like, it's one, like I said, I was saying, saying to you guys before, it's like when Pop Smoke got killed, it was just like, it don't, it doesn't seem real. And obviously it's fresh, but it's just like this didn't happen. Like, yeah, he was minding yeah. his business, and the part of it that is blowing me, like yesterday as everything was unfolding. I don't know if y'all saw the video. I couldn't watch it. I just, I, I, yeah, I, just, I just happened to scroll past it, and I was like, I'm never gonna get this image out of my head. And I really need people to be like yes he's a celebrity and all that stuff but at the end of the day that is somebody's family member he's a person like y'all just standing there recording him and not helping him like i'm just thinking like you doing all that you could have maybe some way somehow try to at least help anything like you using your phone to record did you call 911 like what like have some i think and that's just a generational thing unfortunately clout chasing and the compassion is just going like would you want somebody taking a video of you if that was you on the ground no a b stop blaming that girl yeah stop 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 like she set him up now i seen somebody said she took a life insurance policy out on him the day before how the fuck did you know that is first of all that's his baby mother why would she purposefully take her children's father away make it make sense Especially if he's the breadwinner and like, if it does, you know, if it does come out for some reason that that is the case, then of course we can have that conversation when we get there. But I highly doubt that is the situation. And I, and like, y'all are really talking down on this girl. Like, do you really think she would be that simple to do something like that? Exactly. On the same note, people tell me, this is why I don't post my location till I leave. You never know. First of all, nobody, nobody gives a fuck about you. Nobody cares. No one's looking for you, No one is looking for you to be like, oh, we're gonna run up on 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 Robert and rob him. Don't nobody care about you, sir. Like, no one checking for you, Darrell. I get seven of your followers do not care. No, no one. I guarantee you, no one. 
that the all the views on your story was just click 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 nobody's worried about you last but not least y'all know you asha dana y'all know i loved him i've seen this man in concert like four times so i am hurt very hurt but i did get to see him before the pandemic so we're gonna take it as a sign before i cry because i literally was in my car this morning like mm, <laughs> this is some bullshit i'm scared to play anything of his so i before i get emotional but i think asha was saying it a little bit before we started recording that like even kind of more so than pop smoke like pmb rock was kind of like the soundtrack to our yes. college experience um and so i have like very vivid memories of being in the dell state gym singing on fleek every day we lit all that so remember when he came to dell state yes <laughs> and his <laughs> set was what? everything that's what i'm saying like pmb rock was very his music was very integral to our college experience um just him like always showing love to Dell State Dell State always showing love to him um going to his concerts and I just I'm not just saying it's LA niggas because there's weirdo niggas everywhere there's weirdo people everywhere mm, there's some hating ass shit going on and just across the board for you to to know someone's gonna be at a place or whatever whatever the case may be and your initial thought is let me go and take my gun and shoot and rob this man of his belongings in front of his in front of his family in front of his, in front of his baby moms we gotta we gotta get some shit together i you know it could be is it because there's like there's little very there's very little resources and i think again we can have this conversation about how I don't think you understand how people how, how can I put this? Y'all can you niggas can be rise and grind all you wanna be, but until we fix this systemic problems in our community, until we face systemic racism, white supremacy, and all that it brings on, y'all can do this rise and grind. I don't sleep multiple income investment, da da da. da. Y'all can do that all y'all want to, but until we face the real root of our of the of what's going on, until we face the systemic problem that's going on and that's plaguing our community and that's targeting our community, these these type of things unfortunately will continue to happen. That's a fact. And and the sweeping policy changes that people are asking for, the gun control laws that people are asking for, would not only, you know, stop you know, I think we give a lot of criticism, more than rightfully so, to to white folks and their attitudes towards guns and gun control. And I stand 10 toes down um, on everything that we've said about that here. But also, I do think it's important in these situations to highlight that, like, the the policy changes and, and the rules and the, the, the shifts that were looking to happen, like, if we did get those things, would also stop things that happen in our own communities it will also help us regulate this as well, which to me is just as important and impactful um, to our children and, and thinking about kids coming up in the black community to stop them from having to experience these things as well. So that's all I have to add to that. And I'm gonna just re uh, like highlight and just piggyback on what Jelena said about like, y'all, when shit like this happened, y'all love to play conspiracy, y'all love to play detective, private eye, whatever the fuck stop it stop it 
that girl watched her her love her partner be shot and killed exactly she has to live with that image for the rest of her life and she has to and she has to then go and raise her kids it's weird grown men literally threatening this girl's life over something we nobody but them was there like right and you and out the restaurant people you have employees there other customers i'm sure the windows at the restaurant aren't tinted anybody could have seen him you you know what i'm saying they could have been following him and he didn't know anything and and i'm not even one to play inspector gadget for this type of shit what i'm but what i'm saying is a lot of y'all do this to where you do this with y'all did it with pop smoke you did it with nipsey hustle and it just it's not productive and it's not it doesn't add anything to the conversation and you it doesn't it, it just don't move like y'all think it's, it, it moves I, mm, I i really do not want to open this this pandora's box but i will say it because I, I feel it really heavy on my spirit i feel like a lot of that also is an excuse that you guys utilize to shift accountability away from black men who have done something wrong and so when y'all pulled that shit with the Nipsey hustle, this is a conspiracy because he was making a documentary about Dr. Sebi. And now this shit, oh, she set him up and she paid them to take a hit out on him, etc. You shift away the blame on the black men who committed an atrocity to a human being that impacted the life of a black woman. And I don't have time for that. There's so much stuff going on in front of our fucking faces that we don't need to dig into the conspiracy. And so until we address the real shit that is happening right in front of your eyes without smoke and mirrors, I'm not trying to hear shit about a conspiracy. Stop trying to crack the lid on some shit when you can't even handle the shit that's in front of your fucking face. Because even if it is a conspiracy, what have you demonstrated to the rest of us that shows us that you can handle what happens when people uncover the truth? What skills have you demonstrated to show people that you can handle and we can collectively count on you to address the problem? once you crack the code so spare me thank you and my and my thing is like you know i'm not one to believe on like i'm not one to believe on black and black crime because crime happens intercommunally so that's yeah that's not what we're talking about here but no not at all what we're talking about here is because there's such a lack of resources in our communities and people don't have any people have been shown and have been and have felt like they have nothing to live for they don't care about other people's lives and that's all and that's why like well it's like it's i hate to be like like you know these bum ass niggas that i don't want to talk about black men like that but a lot of y'all are freaking like a, not a lot of y'all let me Sorry, i'm just very angry because pmb rock was again one of my favorite they're just all problematic and even those of you who don't necessarily you don't think you blame back black women and i'm we can stop saying a lot of y'all because y'all are offended by that statement fine i'll switch my language to this enough of you enough so enough of you enough of you are too quiet when it comes to really get into the root of this shit enough of you do not call out the nonsense and so we like not all not all not all not all okay enough of you are too quiet when it comes to the problems, the real problems. I'm not even gonna say in our community, amongst your community and your brotherhood as black men. You all do not address the issues that you have amongst each other. And that is a problem. And I need to know what y'all are, what y'all are scared of. What like, Seriously, what are you scared of? What are you scared of losing? What are you scared of? 
happening if we address these problems head on face like face on like what are you what like what are we really really scared of here to where you feel as though and again we're like well black women don't have these conversations we actually do we, do we actually a do lot. i will take accountability where accountability is due but i'm not about to be on an apology tour when you too need to be on this same well you need to be the headliner for the apology tour i don't understand i don't mm-hmm. i might need to be the opener as a cisgender um. as a cisgendered woman I'm going to need to be the opener for the apology tour, but you, my friend, need to be the headliner. This may be off the yeah. wall for me to say. I feel like as a cisgender black woman, I have nothing to apologize to cis hetero black men for. Oh, no. Now, the LGBTQ community, queer women, you know, queer femmes, the non-binary folks within the black community, we can have a conversation. And we have had those conversations on this podcast and we'll continue to call ourselves to the carpet on this podcast to the day I die. And I know even as an individual, there is still work and in, in learning that I am actively doing and will continue to do for the rest of my days. But cis hetero black men, don't be looking for me. Don't be looking for me to apologize to you because you won't get it. I think some of y'all like, well, our mamas did what? this, our mamas did that. That's between you and your mama. And truth be right. told, it's probably between you and your daddy. Okay. Let's, 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 and let's whoop. Let's really talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Don't be looking for me. Ask, ask yourself, was your mama overworked and underpaid? Or what was your, what was your daddy doing? Where was your daddy? Exactly. And should she have taken that out on you? No, but like, let's, 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 let's. But it's not her fault. It's their fault. Right. And so I feel, I feel like a lot of y'all do that. Like, well, black moms did this. And this is why. Because the attitude in my household. Okay. We're, I, I can go on a rant. I'm saying this. I'm saying, we're saying this all to say. In order to. So that these things do not continue to happen. And not just to our favorite rappers. But I be hearing about this shit on the news here. Every day. All the time. All too much. It's too much. It's too much. We're losing. We're losing community members, and it's it's too much. It's a lot. Mm. Well, rest in peace to PNB Rock. Yes. And so sorry to his family. We typically try to end what's trending on a more positive note, but don't worry, y'all. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back with something you need to hear. What is up, y'all? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back to it. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you are streaming so you never miss an update. And it helps us out to make more episodes just like this one. Let's get back into it. All righty. And we are back with something y'all need to hear. And so we're going to talk actually about something, I guess it's, it's serious, like, um, but we're talking about things in the black community that are honestly inherently just anti-black and we probably should get rid of them. Okay. Um, you know, as we become the women that we are and we want everyone else to become the people that they are. Um, we want to just put our best foot forward as black women. Um, and so some of that is, you know, learning and unlearning. So we're talking about things that just are inherently anti-black. 
would someone have wants to start just with something that they feel very strongly about? Mm, I have one and I always, every time I see it online, I call people on it. I don't care how close you are to me. I don't care who you are. I'm gonna call you on it every single time. When people have a bad experience at a black owned establishment and say, this is why I don't support black business. I hate that shit so much because I cannot tell you how many bad experiences I have had at an establishment owned by white people, whether it's a small business or a corporation, how many bad experiences I've had with Asian owned businesses in, especially in black communities. So hair stores, nail salons, things like that, and have never uttered those words out of Mm -hmm. my mouth. And so the fact that people feel that it's okay to say about your own people, I'm gonna call you on that shit every time. It is anti-black and it's wrong. Right. And I there, hate that shit. And you can and you can hold black companies or black uh, businesses accountable if you want to make them better businesses. Mm-hmm. Say, or if it's just that specific business. But just to say in general, like this is why I don't support black businesses. It's just never, it's just, it's just not okay. Like for me, I know a lot of these nail techs and these hairstylists have lost their goddamn minds. Yeah. But it does not mean that every hairstylist, every black hairstylist is like that. Right. And it doesn't mean that I will stop supporting black owned hairstylists because one, that's the only people that I will allow I was to do <laughs> And then two, it's like, again, that is not everybody. There are plenty of white people who have businesses that Mm -hmm. either you've had a bad experience or something happened. Again, we are all human and a lot of these businesses, either they're newly established and still getting on their feet. Well, you just had a bad spot with them. Like, it's not every black business like, oh, this is why I don't support black business. If they get your, your order wrong, down at the Olive Garden, you're going to be like, this why I don't go to Italian people's restaurants? No, first of all, Sorry. it's fine. Second of all, <laughs> you know you know what I'm saying? It's like, you're not going to say that when you go to Ruth Chris. And the shortcomings of the business are not because they are Black. And right. so, to you went to the business because you wanted to support your people. That's fine. But the shortcomings of the business are not are not reflective of those individuals race it may be reflective of the circumstances that they were subjected to because of their race such as when we everybody has been in a situation where you go down to the jamaica spot and they add oxtails i think that says more about the resources that are available to them as opposed to the business and the business owners or if the customer service was not great that may say something about those particular owners but their blackness has nothing to do with that and it certainly has nothing to do with the rest of the black folks who are trying to run businesses and and have their own and invest in the community like we always talk about how we want to do so i just mm. let me stop before i start getting angry and this turns into a whole (laughs) other segment that that is the one where like don't say that shit around me don't say it anywhere i can see it so one of mine um and this is like kind this is something that's been going on um and it is just inherently and i don't know why we're still doing it um good hair versus bad hair why are why is this still a thing i'm very very confused um i mean i know why it's still a thing and i'm being facetious but when i say like so the black the the natural hair movement started i would say about like what like 10 15 years ago yeah, like 2011, 12, I think is like Yeah, maybe like 2010, you know, people started to really like get into YouTube and YouTube like mm-hmm. different 
Yeah. But I feel like it's been retracted because a lot of y'all, like, a lot of people who, like, kind of took over the black hair care community, like, the, the natural hair care face have, like, looser curls. And so now we're back to this thinking that tighter, kinky coils are not as pretty or they're not manageable. That word manageable, like, I cannot manage my hair. I, I get it. I get it that, like, to get your hair to a certain way that it may take a little bit longer than other hairs. But to say that your natural hair that grows out of your scalp is unmanageable to me is a problem. It's a problem. I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. And and I still get it that like look, if you want to start in style, it's just very hard to do. Um, but I think we really have to be cognizant of what we're doing like particularly when it comes like to little girls like if you feel like you have to like do your baby's edges every time you do your child's hair or it's not done that still perpetuates and that still feeds into that your natural hair texture is not nice listen Um, you said this on the show before but the edges are getting out of control it's not edges it's your like in your hair. Hair. Your head. it's the front of your hair out of Stop. control oh my god you don't need to have 88 swoopy doops around your hairline it's too much it's too much i don't know how y'all maintain them i had just had braids in and i told the girl don't she was like you want your edges out? i said yeah a little bit because i'm just- not doing all that i have an office job i i can't be that's a lot i don't got time for all that I literally three days in was in here like I can't literally the whole like front two inches of my head is plastered to my forehead right now like what and different strokes for different folks but to me you can have the most bomb wig bomb install on earth but when you add one too many little shushus it gives immediately a wig it's It's immediately a wig and so y'all be like lace wear, bitch. Edges everywhere. everywhere, all of it. Yeah, all of it. Right there, man. Exactly. Right there in 4K. It's the clearest picture I've ever seen. Right there, and I yeah. So that's just you know we just. I'm not saying that you have to rock your natural hair, but I just feel like we need to be careful about the about the language we're using about why we do some of the things we do because I feel like we're 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 really we're inching back to the anti-blackness and texturism real 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 close real like we we're basically there if you ask me I agree fun fact I did learn about the the hair typing you know 3a4c thing I cannot think of his tiktok handle I'm so sorry sir but he is like a cosmetic chemist I believe it's very interesting. If I find it, I will send it so that you guys can watch it. He is very interesting. But that whole hair typing chart literally came from one person promoting their hair care products on Oprah like decades ago. There is no real science behind it. It does not mean anything because it doesn't take into consideration like, okay, you're 4C, but you're 4C with thin hair. Right. Like, you're 4C with thick hair. Like, it does not take into consideration any of that. You know, that so makes so people much sense. like, like I'm not saying like it's not, you know, like not a useful tool when it comes to things, 
But like when people are like, oh, you got 4C hair. Oh, you got that. Like, girl, yeah, but none of that really means anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't mean like... shit. <laughs> oh, my, my one, it's not necessarily anti black, but it it just grinds my gears whenever I see it. The the cookout and invitations to oh the cookout. I wanted to stop. The... I wanted too. to stop. It, it's giving shucking and jiving. Like, very much please, so. Please, please, please stop. Please. Let's start there. The white boy got rhythm. Wonderful for him. The white girl can season her food. Great job. I'm glad you did. What You didn't do nothing that regular people don't like. I, I don't understand. You made some macaroni and cheese. You invited to the cookout. Bitch. What? Why? Why? Praising them. It just blows me. You praise people for doing most basic, the bare minimum. Shit. Like, like the white girl that was rapping. I don't even know what song she was rapping. Oh, at the wedding or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. and then what? turned around thirty seconds later and was dropping the n word. See. Yeah, and see, see and that's what happens when, when you bring folks to the cookout. They think they get a little too comfortable. You don't even know her. And here's my here's my rule. First of all. This cookout does not exist, first of all. And if it did, let me tell you something. You show up, I'm gonna be... Huh, why are you here? The only way that you are a non-black person and invited to this whatever-the-fuck cookout is if you have organically contributed to the cookout itself and you are, you are are your presence is actually universally asked for. So, for example, in my opinion... Everyone that could have been gone to the cookout is either dead or they're already cool. So, for example, Tina Marie is the only person yep. that I would have invited to the cookout. Eh. Because she already... No, 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 no. Don't do that. Nah. I'm sorry. Tina can stay home, too. I'm so sorry. No, she can stay home. She what? can stay home as well. Not Miss Square B. I appreciate what? what Tina has done for music, and she has organically and successfully contributed to R&B music. And in Seoul and Motown, and I appreciate her for it. But that, to me, does not give you access to black space. And so she can stay home. But why I invite her is because she literally was only in black spaces. She was not popular amongst white people. Mm, and that's a. And I'm glad that you were okay with that, and you have made much money doing that. And if you would like to go to some black people that you know's cookout, you're welcome to go. But the cookout, you don't need to be there. I'm just saying. Square biz, I'm just saying, if you think about the music played at, played at the cookout, and I will biz, never take that away from you, Tina. But we gonna... have the track. I don't need you to be there. I, <laughs> I true, I truly am like blanking on, because to me, like the when we say the cookout, like to me that has always meant like this is a black space, and so not just talking about a cookout. I'm talking about the cookout. Like this is. The mega cultural this event. This is right of all all the, the the congressional black caucus. Like we all yes. come in, and so when I think about that metaphorical event, I don't want to see. <laughs> I don't want to see you there again. For me, the only person was Tina Marie. Mm-mm. Hey, Tina girl, love you. And truth be told, if I feel like 
if somebody told Tina she could not come and this is why, exactly. she would she understand. Would, she would be she would understand she and that's understand. Why I feel like she is no. the person that I would invite because not she wouldn't girl. even feel no type of way. She would under mm-hmm. she completely understand. Y'all can tell us in DM us, email us if you agree or disagree, but I'm a I'm a stand in that one. Tina gotta no. I'm sorry. You gotta go. I'm in the middle. I'm, sorry. I'm in the middle. Thank you for everything thank that you, you contributed to Thank you music. so much, Tina. You're not invited. By and Dana, by and that and that is okay. You can't. Dana, Dana you cannot. Says you can't come. Dana you cannot. You, cannot come. you can sit with us at lunch. You invited to the birthday party, <gasps> to the baby shower. You can come to the graduation, to the anniversary, to my mom's retirement party, all that. But the cookout, you just can't come. You just can't because you don't need to. Because just you don't need to be everywhere. You know, girl, we know what it is, girl. You in heaven right now. We know what it is, girl. I know what it is, Tina Marie. I love you. And I don't invite no... I I got white family. and I I wouldn't even invite them. But Tina Marie... You can't come, girl. Screaming. Tina Marie, girl, I I already know you made a potato salad, so it's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't invite... I don't even invite white people nowhere. Again, again, including my own family. Tina Marie, you are good with me you know why because you created music that can be played i got a fire bomb to go play it for you girl a fire to go play it for you but you <laughs> cannot forever but i also I don't like people just be inviting people to cook out for no reason but that was my only invite but i'm just i'm just putting out, out I'm, I'm really thinking that's the only person i can think of so i was jokingly gonna say prince harry but like not for real. I mean, because my thing is, if you say no to Tina Marie, I don't know who you're gonna say yes to. That's really what it is. <laughs> it's like, ain't... yeah, that's what this... you name another name, and it's not. I'm, her, really I'm gonna tired. be angry. It's the moment I'm like, suddenly I, I don't know any white no people. One. I was I'm trying like, to think hmm. of somebody like historically. I think maybe like James down Fonda, down. but like I also feel like James Fonda would not accept it because of James Fonda's like no. Tina like, Marie could come yeah. before Jane Fonda could come. I would say that, but still no. <laughs> Again, so for me, that was really it. I have nobody else. To, I had literally nobody else that I feel like could even hold a candle to Tina Marie. I'll say this, and this is the last thing I'll say on it. If somebody asked me if Tina Marie could come to the cookout, I would not be angry that somebody even made the suggestion, but I would still say no. I think you are small in that number because a lot of people love to. I, I truly do not think so. Let us know how y'all feel about that. I'm genuinely curious right. to see where people like fall on that. Debate. I am. T- <laughs> yeah. well, on the, well, no, on the Tina Marie debate or just the the debate as a whole in terms of the cookout. And- the Tina Marie. There is no debate about the cookout. Y'all yeah, need to stop no, doing that shit. I don't want anyone else's opinion about the cookout no. itself. It's just simply Tina Marie. Just yeah, the only thing I want opinions on is the Tina Marie yay or nay. But all this, everybody else, literally everyone else. I don't care who else you want to bring it for me, dog. Like if Tina gotta come, I'm gonna be salty about it, but fine. I don't know um, why. It's gonna be a great time. And I would literally be like, why? And she's also not gonna feel that much space. She's one of those people that like you're like, oh, you know, Tina Marie's here. Really? Where is she? Oh, I think she's in. Uh, I think she's in the living room talking with uh, Auntie So and So. Oh, okay, let's go say hi. Beyonce's and you know freaking um Shirley Chisholm's 
if I turn left, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna catch Tina every time and just be like, oh. and be like, oh hey, hi Miss Tina, how are you? No, wait a minute, girl. Hey Miss Tina, how you been? Okay, oh, that's something, good. Something not right. All right. Uh, too funny. Um, any others? Any other anti-black behaviors? Um, some people I think that are just inherently anti-black. I'm just like I'm just trying to do a round robin of like right, yep, gotta go it. through the Rolodex real quick. Yep, that's it. Um, yep. let's see what else is anti-black. Um, telling people that they need to stay out yeah, because they're getting yeah, too dark. We should not be doing that anymore. Let let particularly like little girls, kids, let them kids go out into yes. the sun. Okay, light-skinned people who always talking about light-skinned people. Be- dark-skinned people have a beef with light-skinned people wish you there's a string i don't know why this is popping up on my for you page on tiktok this is also another conversation we can have there's like a string of black students at hbcus that are a little bit more like they lean more into their alternative side and they're like oh my god hbcus are filled with nothing but bullies and they're ostracizing me shut the the fuck up no friend you're ostracizing yourself and you think you're you're isolating yourself and you think that it would be any better for you at a pwi oh baby let me tell you right and and that's not to say some people don't aren't bullies or aren't mean but like sure but it's not inherent to the hbcu exactly you like it's not everybody like are you did you just meet the wrong people or did you actively try to find like-minded people and you're very naive if you think that things that are more commonly associated with white people are going to be the dominant culture on a black campus that is absolutely naive of you to think that you can find your people it's plenty of emo screamo black folks it was a whole little pocket of them at Dell State and they hung out together and had a good old time and we had no problems. Yeah. Oh yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't my thing to be seeking out. Nope. But if they weren't at the parties and they weren't at student events, it's because they chose not to attend, not because they were not welcome. Right. And nobody as an adult, which you are now because you're in college, nobody is going out of your way. Or out of their way. Roll out the red carpet with you. Either you want to engage or you don't. And so you thinking that this is the sole reason why people are isolating you, you're ostracizing you. And also, some shit is weird. Like, let's call call a spade a motherfucking spade. Some shit is weird. Now, I do weird shit all the time. But I also understand that there's some weird shit that I do that people just aren't going to bang with. And so if you're more forward facing with that that's cool do your shit but just note that some people are not going to you have to that's what you have to own your shit if everybody else is in a t-shirt and sweatpants and you come out in full harajuku costume cosplay why do you not expect everyone to be like hmm now what is this what is why is she dressed like that when everyone else literally everyone else is in regular clothes. And again, unless people are causing you harm and being mean to you, that's a, that's a completely separate thing that we're talking about. But in terms mm-hmm. of, if it is like an 85 degree day and you are in a black sweater with black baggy jeans on and some black boots, I too might avoid you. I am so sorry. 
I just like it's just it's a bit weird, friends. And but I think that's why you need to find your community, you need to find your people, and that may not be mainstream. Let me tell you something. And so you do what you do, but don't make it our fault. And just to to the two particular individuals that I saw, if you're t- if you talk in like an intentional like baby squeaky voice. I'm going to look at you like you're fucking crazy. If you're putting on like baby talk like this, I'm going to look at you like you're crazy. And I don't know who told you that black people don't game and like games outside of 2K and and Madden and stuff like that. But I can get you a, a 20 page list of niggas that I went to school with that game hard. So and people who like I know people like black people who are like very much into like fashion and everything like that like the it girls who also love anime. Yes. For example, big example, Megan the Stallion. So let's cut that noise. Let's cut that noise. Saw that recently, didn't like it. Don't like that. Yeah. Stop doing that. And if you're going to be anti-black at a HBCU, don't go. Yeah. Thanks. That goes for anybody. All of you. Don't go. Yeah, please. Um, also anti-black thinking, again, thinking that HBCUs are lesser than yes. uh, that well, is uh, Please, don't, don't even start that. Oh, no, don't even. Don't, I'm, don't. I'm going mm-hmm. to leave it there. But mm-hmm. a lot of people feel that. And I just need to, you to know that once we get into, let me tell you something. If me and you, if I'm staring at you in the eye and we are in the same location at the same job, getting the same amount of money, and I went to HBCU and you went to PWI, shh. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to. I don't want to freaking hear it because I I do this. I does this every every day. Okay. Listen. Yeah, I think it's so another one is for me is very black is diaspora wars. Y'all know me. I do, oh my god. Oh, I don't oh engage. God. I don't engage in diaspora wars because they're all inherently anti-black. So stupid. I and literally just, had just seen something like that, like sorry, on TikTok, babe. and I was like, this isn't I'm just gonna Narnia. This is real life. That's still because that just like I'm so angry. Cause like, like people literally were like, oh. Like it was like some white girl getting her hair braided on vacation, and people were like, "Only African Americans care." Like it was some of African descent. Like, Only African Americans care about what people do with their hair. They just they they love to play the victim for three hundred years. They just shove their their victim like their stuff down our throats. Like we all get the story. We know. We know. And I'm like, bro, come. My- Right, and it, no, it was what somebody said. Yeah, they act like their colonization was worse than ours. Consider, like, I don't know where they were from, and I was like, it's not a who had it worse story. Like, yeah, you were in whatever country, and it might have been worse. I don't fucking know, but I'm not talking about that right now. I'm talking about my black ass American experience and why this little white girl do not need her hair braided in Tennessee, like. And I need I need us all to just like as a collective as a collective become a little bit more educated about each other's histories and how it affects us today because I think a lot of y'all and again I say this is just about social media in general a lot of y'all be trying to have like these hot takes and points to get your engagement up or just to have something different to say and you sound 
stupid. You sound like you, you you don't know what you're talking about, first of all. You sound like I like I've been saying anti-black. I when, when I say stay the fuck out of black people's business, I mean that kind of like as a collective. And so when Nigerian Americans, Haitian Americans, Haitians in Haiti, Nigerians in Nigeria, Ghanaians, you know, black people in the UK, when they talking about their stuff, I'm quiet. Because I'm going to let you talk about your Black experience in that area. And again, the the access that people feel like they have to Black Americans and to comment on our experiences is very much a product of white supremacy. Mm-hmm. And you engage in it every day. And that's exactly. wild to me. It's like you are literally every day into the bowl. And, and things that have evolved into parts of your culture have foundations in black Americans in our work. Um, And so even like when we talk about music and things that are like very much, you know, things that have evolved into, you know, other parts of the world. Like if you don't see the roots of that based in like American hip hop born right there in in the fucking Bronx, like, I don't know what to tell you. You sound crazy when you say shit like that. And then, and then be having chains on and then be having chains on and do rags on. I, it, it's not clicking to me. And then I'm just, I'm going to just not play both sides, but as someone who is, as someone who by love, I guess, or by partnership is involved in, in both cultures and we were not, and we were not connected to it as much as many of us are feel as connected to it now um but i think that's not a product of us i think that's again a product of white supremacy i agree um, um but in but in that saying like but oh i'm not african i'm i'm black i'm african-american baby 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 what's the first word what's the first word african you are african and trying to trying to convince me with this pseudo history, pseudo science that we were never African and that the slave ships never existed, I want you out of here. I ain't never heard that, and I don't ever want to hear that. It's Dana. When I tell don't, you, don't even explain it, it to me. It's crazy. Don't, don't even explain it to me. I don't even want to know. I, okay. And I hope the, the the FBI agent that's listening don't try to pull it up on social media because okay. I don't want to hear it. The hoteps. They done done enough for me. No, Dana, when I tell you, they... Because what, nigga? <laughs> no, and I mean, Dana, when I say they was arguing people down... Arguing people I'm, down. Like, these ships did not exist. Did You have no proof. We only got these diagrams, but where are the ship? Listen, on a, at another time on another day there are two things that i want us i'm saying it now so we can add it to the list later there are two things that i really want to unpack the first thing i want to unpack is how quickly a lot of y'all fall for something or believe some shit just because somebody talks quickly into a camera has a couple of screenshots and puts on a dashiki we need to really unpack that and the second thing i really want to talk about is the failed musician to religious leader pipeline but that's another conversation for another day because giving ooh, cult leader that listen i ain't gonna say too much but sometimes when i listen to mike todd's testimony you in that pipeline bro oh definitely he definitely failed, is failed oh, musician yeah. to religious leader it's that's all that's it watch out for these singing pastors y'all or these drumming pastors right 
I don't, I, I, why am I seeing your chest, sir? Why am I seeing your chest? I just, I haven't done the research. I haven't done the study, but I'm in, in my future. That may be a book I publish. Just watch out. So yeah, I still also say diaspora wars, we need to dead them now. Respect and I, we can all respect and enjoy each other's cultural cultures as a diaspora. I'm not talking about nobody else but black folk, first of all. I, that was not an invitation for nobody else. But if you're not Nigerian-American, stop talking about Nigerian-Americans. If you're not Haitian, stop talking about Haitians. Mm-hmm. If you're not black American, stop talking about black Americans. Literally, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, with an authoritative tone, as if you know as you know what you're talking about. Because you don't know me. And no. half the time, none you haven't lived the experience or you haven't even been over here or over wherever you're talking about. So just shut up. Right. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna say this right now. If you're not, if you are not Black American, the minute you step foot on this soil, sorry to tell you, sweetheart, you are Black. You one of us now. Mm. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us um, in our different tangents and the things that we just find to be honestly just inherently anti-Black. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all in the next segment. What is up, you guys? Thank you so much for listening to Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back into the episode. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and following us on social media at The Bougie Black Girls on TikTok and on Instagram. You can also check out bougieblackgirls.com for articles, updates, and some info on some other soon-to-come produced projects by The Bougie Black Girls. Let's get back into the episode. right we're back with our last segment ask black girl roundtable as always you can email us you can dm us you can send a smoke signal (laughs) whatever works for you if you want some if you have a question a comment you want some advice anything of that nature um but if you are on the social medias you may have heard of this argument that is going around and you know we we love a good etiquette session and how to to have some decorum when you go out, but I, I just can't get behind this one statement. So, uh, Mr. Dre Brown from TikTok, Mr. Elite himself, has said, "If you go, if if I invite you, you two, to my birthday dinner, that I should be paying for the entirety of said dinner. So, if I invite twelve people, I'm paying for everybody's dinner because I invited you to this dinner." Now, I know we've talked about splitting checks and things like that, but is this proper proper party etiquette, I'll say, birthday etiquette, whatever. The Jack and Jill girls are showing their motherfucking asses right now. <laughs> Y'all, I just, I'm not saying that you cannot participate, that you cannot converse with us and I I certainly was not a full you know Jack and Jill you know type child but I certainly was adjacent at some points in my life um but some of y'all are just really out of touch because it wasn't only his statements there were some people that I saw co-signing that and it was like well my mom held events they covered everything our parents covered everything and I do that now with my friends and just it shows how unaware of people's financial situations you really are. Um, it just says so much about your 
awareness of, of people and what they can and cannot do financially. And it says that if you do not have money and don't have like excess of money to spend on others, you don't have the right to celebrate. And that to me is just very weird. Very icky. Very, very icky. Um, so <sighs> I, first of all, I don't agree with what he said in terms of, I and mean, here's the thing. If that's what you want to do, girl, and pay for my meal, invite me to the party. I, I will not hold, I will not, you know, I won't stop you. Do I expect my friends to do that for their birthday? No. If anything, what I am used to is paying for the birthday person. Yes. Right. I am used to, hey, we're going to split the check evenly across, like if it's seven people, we're, sp- we're splitting the check evenly across six people. So that you don't have to pay. As a matter of fact, take another shot on me or buy a drink on me. That is what I am used to in terms of splurge. Yeah. That per- we're celebrating that person. Now, I will say if you go, if I am hosting, which you all know that I did, me and me and Raheem had a birthday pool party and food was provided. All we said was, if you would like to bring your own alcohol. And that's different. That's like, if different. It's that's different. And that's I guess this is party. This is the part that kills me though, because I'm like, some of this stuff is just, I guess to me, common sense. Because again, my friends don't act like this. We've never had to have conversations no. about no. bills and splitting and things like that. Now I've gotten into many a sticky situation, many uncomfortable situation going out or even traveling with people, but paying for meals um, and different parts of certain things has like, I can maybe count on my left hand the amount of times that that's been the conversation. It's, and it's always been when somebody I don't really bang with like that has come along. Mm-hmm. Um, but like in, in the situation that you just described, Asha, where you and Raheem threw a joint birthday party, that's because I'm inviting you to come somewhere I am where it's not going to be like, a service provided and so if, if like y'all hadn't brought food and then this had been like oh my god let's order some pizzas that i'm sure everybody would have been like yeah we could chip in you know let me cash up you da, da, da. Yeah. we probably wouldn't have because we're inviting our friends over right it really doesn't like to them it really but that's a decision happen. that you that y'all made like yeah. but if you would have been like yeah let's all chip in for some food because food hadn't been like planned I'm sure people wouldn't have been like, oh my God, no. Right. Or it's like, oh, it's a potluck. It's your birthday, so you should pay for everything that we do. Right. Because, like, I just don't think most people make those assumptions of their friends. Right. And I think it's also just kind of like weird that you think that people are supposed to, like, oh, well, if if we're here to celebrate you, then you need to pay. I want to celebrate my friends, I want to celebrate more life. I want to be there for those special moments. For those parties those accomplishments you know what i'm saying so it's like i don't mind paying for that like i don't mind being like i don't be like, well you invited me so what you gonna do about the bill that to me is like is very weird Ooh. and maybe i'm just not in the tax bracket to even have like, you know what i'm saying like maybe i've oh. never me or my family have never reached that tax bracket um but this just brings me to say that Again, I I have this theory. What well, a theory? People have said this before, and it's not just me. 
rich people are some of the cheapest people that you will ever meet. Mm-hmm. They want tax cuts and they want shit for free and they feel like, oh, I don't want to waste my money and da-da-da-da. They'll be, they'll be quick to spend too, but they'll also be, also be very, very stingy um, with some things. And so something like that, if you're so, if you're so bougie, you're so da-da-da-da, shouldn't you want to shower your friends on their birthday? Right. I just, so t- that to me is just very weird. It's like, why are you being so uppity or so up in arms about the bill that you're for your friend's birthday me my friend's not even seeing the check on their birthday it someone also said (laughs) that this really killed me that's when i was like all right i'm done not interested and had to like click on that because someone also had said something to the effect of i'm not um you shouldn't even be planning your birthday like if it's my birthday and I, you know, I'm not the person who's going to be planning the celebration. My friend should be planning my celebration for my birthday always. That's a little delusional to me. Yeah, um, I'm not going to say always, but I will say I, I think it would be nice if at least once someone yeah. else does and something if it, nice. If logistically it makes sense and like, you know, or just like if we're traveling for my birthday one night my friend should put their heads together and do something special for me, whether it's just buying me, you know, whatever. All of that is perfectly fine. But like, to be like, oh, every year on my birthday, my best friend has to coordinate my X, Y, Z. Like, no. And also sometimes like, I want to do this specific thing for my birthday. And so I'm going to coordinate it. Now I expect y'all motherfuckers to show up if we close. Like if I plan some birthday shit and you two heifers don't come, and you can come, we are going to have words. But do I expect right. you to if be you like... actively just don't show up and like... Right. I, I, I just don't feel like coming. Are you dying? Or But if you- I say, Jelena, Asha, I want to go to Aruba for my birthday. Plan it. I mean, I can make some work. No. I mean, if you want, sure. If you want to, fine. Now, am I, I'm like, am I paying for you, girl? I don't know. But about for that. me to be like, this is the demand, and I can pl- I can plan the trip, but I ain't paying for it. But like, you got a full time job. You got a full time job. Like, I don't expect you to stop your life to plan my birthday trip. Right. Um. Now I may be like, hey, I need some help. Can you help me? And y'all be like, sure. sure. Yeah. But to be like every year, okay, girls, it's my it's birthday. About that time, right? It's just it's January, June, right around the corner. What we do? I don't got time. For- <laughs> right. <laughs> like that's just watching me. I was thinking about this and about that all these dating rules that y'all like to make up. Um oh even again, I am also I also know that like half of the dating rules y'all say on social media you do not actually follow in real life. Um Find people who love you and cherish you, point blank, period. However that, how, however that is, I personally am going to tell you to go to hell if you think that I'm paying for 10 people on my birthday for my birthday dinner. Um, you can choke. One. Two. Um, I love my friends and my friends love me. And because of that, it naturally just works. And so I don't have yeah. to be like, how the fuck dare y'all also. And again, some of y'all do this too. If people for whatever reason cannot show up for your birthday, not choose not to, but just can't for whatever reason or can't afford to like 
He's like, sorry, says I can't make this trip or da da da. And if you bash those people, you're also very trash for that. Like if you're like fake bitches, you broke bitches couldn't afford to go here, and that's why I don't fuck with y'all like that. Gross. Just just gross, 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 gross all around. I thankfully have never gotten to that point with my with any of my friends. Um, and no one has me done either. that to me. But um, I always when y'all post when y'all do them to post on Instagram or whatever, I think that's very weird. And also I think when you post on social media, if you don't tell me happy birthday, you're dead to me. I also think that's very Same. weird. Um, people have busy days, they have busy lives, things happen in people's lives you that you don't know about. Um so yeah just just be good to people and people will be good to you don't take everything so personally or make the, again these fake ass rules that y'all just somehow just never never really live up to like y'all don't actually be doing this stuff so just like cut it out this shit never adds up and just i think i can you know say for all of us like when i get to the financial point where i could just be like girls it's on me Y'all, it's I would on love me. to do that. I and I and I will, like, without hesitation. But I ain't there yet. We are, we are, and I think the crazy thing about it is most people having this conversation. We are in our twenties. We are now experiencing the second economic collapse of our lifetimes. You know, we only got this cute little ten thousand dollars of student loan relief. Inflation is off the wall. It's a housing crisis. Like. Ain't nobody got a thousand dollars to be dropping on their friends, and when I do, I will gladly spend it. But until that time, it's okay. Pay pay your own way. That is completely okay. Pay for what you consumed, and anybody who shows up to any event without that expectation is wild. Because even in the situation like we just described, where like it's my birthday, and my friends typically are kind enough to co- usually kind enough to cover it for me. But I would never show up to that event expecting that of them. Right. I always walk into the situation expecting to pay for what I consumed or what I did. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of y'all are making these fake ass rules on social media. And, you know, I. <laughs> we'll see it in practice, girlies. Uh, but I think y'all, some of y'all just need a little bit of reality check. Mm-hmm. Um,. Oh, they got it, honey, because they real, cause they real quiet right now. I ain't heard a peep out of y'all, some of y'all, since you said what you said. That is also very true. So hopefully, lessons have been learned. You know, again, I'm not stressing it out because y'all are not my friends, and I don't mean like y'all. Oh yeah, my friends are good. I mean like y'all on social media, y'all are my friends. I really don't care how you feel about which friendship pay. That's for your friends and you all to work out, not me. So. It's, it's literally never been an issue. I cannot Because I would be looking at you like you had six heads. Just, oh my gosh. And I would also never invite my friends anywhere that I knew was like, even without, you know, specifically knowing how much everybody makes, when they check comes, all that. I think you just know your friends' financial situations. And so I would also never invite people to a place that I know was going to like, be egregious trust me if if i'm going if i'm saying that we're going to this place that's a very 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 nice restaurant i'm letting you know like way ahead of time there's something in advance if i really want to go to this place so that you can i can send you the menu and you can stack your ducats if you need to i'm not the kind of friend like oh you don't have 500 dollars to know what's fuck that's wrong with you girl please And if he was exactly. like, hey, girl, I can't make it. Shit is tight this month. And I completely understand. Oh, yeah. Yes. I get it. 
However, I will say as someone who does take my birthday very personally, I will say when people consistently don't show up, yeah, that's when it's a problem. Yes. Like don't not show up for me and I show up for you for everything. Every time. That's yeah. when it becomes a personal thing. Like I get, like you said, things happen, people can't make stuff. Yeah, I get it, I get it, I get it, get it. But when it's like every time I'm doing something, you like, I can't make it. My cat died. My gerbil died. My goldfish died. Like, all right. I feel the exact same way. I kind of have the unfortunate <laughs> situation of like my birthday falls around a lot of other people's. And so I know I'm going to run into this problem in the coming months. But specifically, I'm thinking about my 30th. Like, I know I'm going to want to do something for my 30th. And literally, it's like May, a bunch of other people's birthday. Then it's my birthday. And then after that, like the rest of June is just a, hundred, a bunch of other people's birthdays. And so, um, oh, not to throw a pity party for myself all, but I just kind of run into the issue sometimes with some people where it's just like, oh, I'm going th- to this place for so-and-so's birthday. Or I'm going to this place for so-and-so's birthday. And so, boop, can't go with you. And so. Oh, I completely understand. Yeah. So just, if you're, if you're, if you're ever that person or you're ever that friend, just kind of be mindful of that. Like if you always show up for one person not the other like try to spread the love because like that shit will hurt people's feelings yeah and i totally get that because with someone who's has so many gemini friends including a gemini brother um yeah also understand this please understand this my brother is like my child he's always gonna come first Duh. like i want you to understand that if whatever my brother needs i will stop drop and roll to make sure that it happens so if you if if it's like oh it's between me if it's between you and amiel please understand that it will always not you dana i know yeah like girl you show up when i do my birthday i'm not talking to you you i've never not seen you i'm not talking to you and i'm not talking to you (laughs) <laughs> so i always like because i you know i have a calendar for the for the gemini's i must keep a calendar because when i sign out that no. i'm doing this for my birthday both of y'all be like all right you know i may have to make exactly. some shit shake but let me know let's do it i always for my my gemini friends i'd be like please send me your shit in advance so because like i'm like mm-hmm. I, let's just make yep. let's send me know in advance. and let's i'm always like mark your calendars but that's what it comes but when it comes to Amiel, Isaiah, Ashir, Moses, whatever he wants to do, we'll get done. And just and that's why I need people to understand. People are like, okay, you know, this weekend, that's my brother's birthday. Sorry, that's my brother's oh, whatever. I will drop everything for that kid. He's not a kid anymore. He's... As you should, though. Mm-hmm. As you should. But, like, yeah, but sometimes people get mad about that kind of stuff. It's like... That's my brother. What the hell do you want me to do? That's my brother, yeah. That's why I got a lot of August birthdays in my friend group, too. And I'm always just like that's Dawn's birthday like even if she's not doing shit I just need to be available like full stop yeah yeah and then you July and you November so that's my that's my priority that month yeah it's it's very difficult particularly when you're like because 30s are coming up and you know like um everybody's gonna want to do a trip for 30 everyone's gonna want to do a trip for 30 and my best friend but i'm just like bro what if i want to do a trip for my 30th birthday i feel like we need to like we need to group yeah (laughs) so we need to have like one month (laughs) but my thing is and she's like let's do a group trip i'm like "Ah." not the whole group but like we need like similar folks running similar circles and i feel like especially with with people that we know and who we hang with like you can go on a group trip but like not together if that makes sense and so right. if it's like mm-hmm. Ash is like I want to go to Turks and Caicos for my 30th here's where I'm staying 
here's what I want to do. And here are the dates that I will be there. And then you have like your tour, you know, two to five people that you are like, we are coming together. And then everybody else is just find your way there, find your hotel. Let me know if you're going to be there. You're coming. Um, like that's what I'm hoping to do with my 30th. And I'm hoping to get a couple other people like looped in on it too, who I know have birthdays like right around the same time. But regardless, I will be at this destination at this time. Here are the people who I'm inviting and the rest of y'all, if I see you in, I don't know, Brazil, I see you. (laughs) If I don't, I don't. Oh no. All right. Well, on that lovely note, that is going to wrap up this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you like like and subscribe to the podcast. Um, please make sure you are um, following us on social media at Bougie Black Girls and emailing your questions for the show to askbgr at bougieblackgirls.com. And we will see you guys in the next one. See ya. Bye.